0: Welcome to Beer Me. I'm your host, Sarah Jane. Every episode, we'll have a different guest on the show from different parts of the beer world, brewers, importers, educators. This will allow us to examine the world of beer through different lenses. Whether you're new to beer or seasoned professional, we will have something for you. So I'm very excited for the show today. We have Courtney Eisman, she is somebody who I feel like I should have known years and years and years ago. Um, She's a Brooklyn-based writer uh, who has published in every major beer, food, otherwise publication. Um, But the main reason why I wanted to speak to her today is because she has recently published a zine, um, uh, Beer Tarot. Um, pulling cards, pulling pouring beer, and discovering self. And first off, Courtney, thank you so much for taking the time.
1: Thank you. I'm so excited to be chatting with you.
0: So, I'm I'm fascinated by this publication that you just um, put out. Basically, you are looking at the relationship of tarot and brewing or the experience of consuming beer and the experience of tarot
1: more the latter and okay. specifically uh, how there it, the presence of tarot is increasing in the world of craft beer so breweries who are sort of mingling this into everything from their branding to the events in their tap rooms to breweries that are almost Uh, you know, like a big part of their identity is tarot. Um, And then just tarot as a trend in general has been like people have been picking it up more since the pandemic. You know, it was one of those it's it wasn't as famous as sourdough bread baking, I don't think in terms of media coverage. But like a lot of people started, you know, learning about it because there's so much that has to do with it that is like looking inward and making sense of our situations and emotions. And that definitely, you know, crossed over into craft beer. You have a lot of creative people who are looking for different things that they can, you know, kind of like different frames of reference to put their craft beer interests into. Um, so, you know, there's an interview in the zine, for example, with an incredible writer, Stephanie Grant, and I'm a big fan of her booted, her her food and beer pairings. <laughs> yeah. um, and she is like interested in tarot. So I was like, What if I gave you cards and you paired your pairings with the cards? So, like, there's all these different interesting ways that tarot and craft beer are sort of starting to cross over.
0: Okay. So, you're going to have to back up a little bit for me here. Um, (laughs) So, look, I am not familiar with tarot in... I mean, I've, like, I've had my cards read, like, maybe once, um, and Mm -hmm. it is a practice that fascinates me because I I, I just think it's, you know, just a really thoughtful practice. Like you said, it's, like, a very, like, introspective, um, but it always makes me a little bit nervous because I think I, like, believe in it too much, right? (laughs) Um, so, um, I'm always, like, I'm, like, respectfully wary of, um, of of the practice, but can you maybe if somebody's like brand new to like what what this is, why it's um kind of exciting and and why this is um something that's like you said like a really great creative outlet.
1: Yeah I mean and and again there's the, the zine also has like a history of tarot and if you read that it's the history in and of itself like it started out as a game Uh, in the you know in the medieval period um, and sort of wound its way around France and Italy Um, so there's like a fascinating history in and of itself and then I think you know the the mystical part of its history is really intriguing and I think it's why a lot of us get into tarot you know um I often make the joke when people ask me how I got into it I'm like well I was a goth in high school so there's the whole like occult like appeal which can also be what makes some people nervous about it right like tarot in movies is so often represented as like the character goes to a fortune teller and they pull up the death card and it's like, Ooh, that must mean you're going to die. And it's like, it actually doesn't mean that at all. Um, But so these cards really like, they're not so much about predicting the future or spooky fortune telling They're they really are just tools of introspection. So, you know, you kind of set an intention uh, before you pull, there's so many different kinds of readings and, and, by the way, I want to make clear, I am not, I don't pull for anyone but myself. I am not a professional. um, (laughs) But, you know, experts know all these different uh, sort of variations, depending on what you're looking for. You know, you can just pull a card at the beginning of the day and kind of like get a vibe for the day. You can do a reading for like your year. Um, And it more is just about the cards that come up. You can sort of say like, oh, like that is, that is sort of what I was feeling. And now this kind of confirms it or like, oh, that is a direction I could take with what I'm feeling. Or, you know, if you're struggling making a decision, the cards that come up might sort of start to inspire aspects of the decision you hadn't even thought about. It's kind of like a way of like opening up what you were thinking about, making sense, what you were thinking about and feeling. Um, So yeah, just like a really good way to sort of interact With what's going on, what you're feeling about it, more than like a spooky, eerie fortune telling, you know, if you want to have fun with that, go nuts, but like you don't have to be nervous about it.
0: Yeah. Okay. So um, this can kind of, I mean, I'm not trying to oversimplify it, but like at the beginning of the day, it can be, you know, like a bones or no bones day, right? RIP. Yes, noodle. yes, yes. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> no, that's a, a great
1: way of looking at it, honestly. <laughs>
0: um but RIP noodle. Um but yeah. no, I mean this is this is just really fascinating to me and I think um you know, I was kind of I was kind of reading through some of the information and um, you had also interviewed uh, somebody from True Brewing in Denver, right?
1: Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: Where? Yeah, and so that kind true- of that kind of like matches the I was a Gotham high school aesthetic, right? This is a this is a brewery where you <laughs> enter, you like enter it, and it's like a little dark, it's a little spooky, and they've always got like heavy metal playing, and like everyone there is really really cool, you know, so. <laughs>
1: Um, so, EJ Nuns is one of the founders who sort of had the idea to get into. Um, you know, engage with tarot for the brewery by creating a their own tarot deck. Um, mm-hmm. And Max Sherman is the resident True Brewing graphic designer and artist. So he actually brought that deck to life. Um, and the deck is incredible. So exactly what you described about the vibe of True Brewing is captured in this deck. It's very, very metal, very... Um, you know, kind of like elevated horror, I would call it. Uh, And it's like really, really beautifully done. Uh, And when they, so the whole idea from the, for the zine had come out of the fact that I've had a newsletter for about two and a half years where every issue I do a beard tarot reading. And when I saw that they were creating this deck, because, you know, I've, I have also been a metalhead forever. I was like, (laughs) oh my God, can I use your deck? You know, I was just using the standard, like kind of best known deck is the Rider Waite deck. Um, That's like the really boldly sort of like primary color one that people would probably recognize. If they saw it. So I was just using that. And True was kind enough to send me a deck and be like, yeah, like use it in your newsletter. And I liked that it sort of, you know, was this like very, I was already doing beer and tarot readings and now I'm using a deck from a brewery that made their own. Like it was just very cool uh-huh. sort of convergence. Um, and so they were really great also about like opening up on their process. Um, you know I think it took Max like over a year to do this deck and when you see it I'm surprised it didn't take five. Uh it's yeah it's incredible and they're they're fully like into the whole spirit of it. it it's very cool.
0: Yeah that just it sounds so it sounds so on brand, right? And for yes. kind of the, the way you feel when you when you walk into that space. Um, yeah every time I go to Denver it's like a, a must a must see. <laughs> um, <laughs> So now we've kind of covered tarot a little bit, help, help me connect kind of how that, how that connects with, with beer consumption. Um, As far as, you know, you said that, you know, you sometimes do, um, you kind of do a, you pull for yourself, um, you know, maybe when you're enjoying a beer or, you know, you had mentioned there's kind of like a pairing aspect I can immediately connect beer and food because it's something that I know and I'm familiar with, but um, how do you, how do you pull that through?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's definitely uh, places that the two, and like this all kind of came out with different perspectives in different Mm -hmm. interviews and conversations. Um, You know, some people, some brewers can actually connect to, a bit of mysticism when it comes to sort of, you know, the the magic of fermentation, looking back in history, the history of beer. Um, yeah. You know, there's definitely a little bit of magic to beer brewing, right? Um, so, like, the creativity and sort of being in touch with, you know, different ideas, what your inspiration points, there's, like, definitely some through lines there. Um, and then I think just... You know, I think there's been more tarot readings popping up in tap rooms, which I kind of think is a natural fit for craft beer, too, because, like, it's, again, it's, like, bringing this fresh kind of conversation into, like, the epitome of a community gathering place, right? So, like, the tap room is, you know, when it's done well, is ideally, Mm -hmm. like, this really great social place where different people can come together together discuss different things and tarot sort of again because of that you know intention setting and like making sense of different things it can be a really great way to sort of actually like zero in on your experience um you know start new conversations with the people that you're with or with other people that you might meet there um and then yet another way to sort of build on that is just like there's there's just fun that you can have with this the same way that you might pull tarot to be like should I move to this new city and make really huge decisions? Like you can pull a tarot card to be like, what beer do I feel like drinking right now? <laughs> right? Like you can you can still pick up on like the vibe of the tarot card and let that sort of guide what kind of experience you want to have with beer that day.
0: No, I mean, all of this definitely tracks. Um, I especially with like the, the mysticism and like kind of the the magic, especially behind fermentation. I mean, if you look at the Belgian brewing tradition of spontaneous fermentation, especially in the Lambic region, right? You've got, you're just like, I mean, how witchy is that, right? You're just like casting open the windows and like letting nature just have at this beer, you know, but you have to do it yeah. during like kind of like a cooler time. It, it feels a little spooky. It's kind of, and like every you know, anytime you anytime you visit those old breweries in Belgium, like everything is like filled with cobwebs, and um, yeah, it always it, it's it's always a little spooky. I remember there was a article or something. Somebody was interviewing one of the 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 illustrator for um, Prairie Artisan Ales mm-hmm. uh, out of Oklahoma, and um, they had answered. Uh, I think it was for for their beer. Um, it was for one of the beers that they did like a second fermentation in, uh, in barrel. And basically the label just had all these like crazy little yeast guys, like having a little party, like a little disco party. And he's like, yeah, you never know what they're getting up to in there. Right. <laughs> and I, I really love that answer where it's like, yeah, you don't know what they're getting up to. Like they could be having a little disco party. You don't know.
1: <laughs> I love that.
0: Yeah. <sighs> And, and I feel like that, that sentiment, it's like, it is, it's like very mystical, right? I mean, you try to control as much as you can as a brewer, but there's only so much, right? That's, that's under your purview.
1: Totally, yeah.
0: So, and I really do like that, um, the idea of kind of, you know putting putting your beer experience for the evening in the hands of a, of a of a deck of cards right like that that just sounds that just sounds really fun
1: yeah it's a great way if you're you know just feeling indecisive or you know i feel like this was a big year for everyone talking about like how do i feel excited about beer again and it's like i mean there's a million answers for that obviously but like mm-hmm. adding some adding an element like this is a great way to do it too, right? Like you can, it might make you try something that you haven't turned to in a while or try something new. Like you're just approaching beer in a different way.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I'm assuming you've done this before where you've kind of like let the cards decide your beer experience for the evening. How, how does that typically go? Like, do you associate, do you associate different cards with different styles or, Is it more like you should try something new? You should branch out, you know?
1: Yeah, it's more experience-based. And I do want to get into style. Um, I do recommend people check out um joanne love is uh also a podcaster um her instagram handle is love beer learning and she we had a chat and then she started um you know she was already very into tarot um mm-hmm. but she started she is does some more like style specific uh she like pulled a card and it kind of inspired her i think to like go for a darker beer um but I recommend checking that out. I have tended so far to go more like experience based. Like, you know, a certain card might tell me to try something new, whereas another card might tell me to like stick to something comforting or, you know, um, I have pulled some cards that I'm like, ooh, this is is telling me to have like a flight because it's telling me to like, look at all my options and like weigh my options before I make a decision. And again, that could apply to like some huge life decision, but it could also be <laughs> I want to have some tasters before I decide what I want a pint of, right? Um yeah. so that that tends to be like what what I'm getting from it is like what experience am I looking for from my beer drinking at that time.
0: Nice. Yeah. So I want to circle a little bit back to the history have you as you were kind of delving into um, tarot history did you see you know further back um, if there were some connections between tarot and and brewing or tarot and beer consumption or is this kind of like a newer newer connection?
1: I didn't find anything specific in history but I'm almost (laughs) like hesitant to say it's definitely a newer connection too because you know, I don't know. Like, I'm now I, I could be completely making this up um, and writing a little historical fiction novel here. But, like, I don't know. I can kind of see people, like, in, you know, 18th century Belgium, France, like, farmhouse, like, they you know tarot was around yeah. as as this sort of game as as things that people interacted with and you know exactly what you're talking about there the magic i think only really increases when you're talking about things like spontaneous fermentation so i mean it's definitely easy to imagine that that existed but i did not find any actual like written evidence of it and i think it's something that people are almost like retroactively you know they're looking back to the history of the traditions and finding those uh those intersections now
0: yeah no i could see like you know people like hanging out in a tavern or something like that yeah um, yeah you know like it definitely it definitely makes sense um and you also mentioned um in in your writing that there's actually a, a brewery um that is themed around tarot mhm um And did you, did you get a chance to to speak with them?
1: Yeah, so Brasserie um, L'Hermitage, I'm pretty sure I butcher that every time I've had to say it out loud. Don't tell my, don't tell my high school French teacher. Um, (laughs) But that is in Brussels. So I spoke to one of the founders, Nassim Menu. Um, and so he actually grew up like with tarot in, in his home, like being something that, you know, his mother knew, um, to do for some intention setting and things like that. So it was kind of always a part of his life. Um, and so Lermitage is the hermit, which is a, a tarot card. Um, they have, uh, I think one of their flagship IPAs is, is named for the hermit's lantern, which if you look up that card, you'll see, uh, there, the tap room has like, gorgeous tarot uh, uh, murals. Uh, there, So there's sort of like hints of it. I mean, he definitely is clear that it's not supposed to be like a theme restaurant for tarot. No. but like, you know, again, in, in that sort of really like being in touch with yourself and like what guides your brewing and what inspires you and, and sort of, you know, just staying in touch with, you know, your, your mission every day, right? Like why you set out to even make craft beer and what is behind the magic of the beer that you're brewing. Um, I, that seems really, I haven't actually been there in person and it's high on my list, but it seems very alive and well in that brewery.
0: Yeah, no, that sounds amazing. And this sounds like, I don't know, it sounds like similar language that people use when they start like journaling regularly, right? Mm. Like even, yeah. even if it's like, you know, what do they say? Like seven minutes is when you're, the amount of time you're supposed to journal or something like that for it to make an impact or something like that. But I mean, I'm assuming that there was a part of your life where you didn't, you know, practice any kind of tarot with any regularity and has it made an impact
1: yeah I think so um again I think I think like a lot of people during like peak like 2020 when we were Mm -hmm. more just like all at home and you know um not that the world is any less scary but you know it was sort of like (laughs) the like just like everyone was obviously going through a lot and feeling a lot of feelings. And I think that was when I started to really interact with it in a way beyond, again, like sort of the the thing that like gets you into it in like high school or whatever, you know, it's, I'm like, oh, this isn't just some like, um, you know, sort of like occulty sort of thing. It's, it can actually be, yeah, like I don't journal, um, mm-hmm. maybe surprising for a writer, I don't know. But like, this is a nice way to take a beat, right? Like, it's yeah. really easy, you know, in freelance life, in any sort of modern like career, I feel like we get so swept up and everything. And tarot is definitely like, oh, it's also like meditation, I, I would compare it to too, because you're just like, taking a step back, you're thinking about what's actually going on, you're you, ha- you are, like faced face-to-face with like your emotions in that moment and it does help you sort of like breathe and make sense of it
0: yeah no I feel and then like I said like that's kind of the language like it feels like it's like a yeah you're taking a breath and it's like a it's like a it's definitely a moment of reflection and I feel like especially when I'm and look I'm not anyone to you know try to get too preachy on how somebody should consume craft beer right um but even from like when you start studying for any kind of beer exam or anything like that one of the first things they they tell you is like you need to start consuming beer more thoughtfully right yeah. like really pay attention pay attention to the to the to the nose pay attention to you know how it tastes pay attention to everything and you know i feel like this is one of those practices that kind of gets you into that you know flexes that muscle a little bit To okay this is this is something I need to do thoughtfully um have you noticed that when you have used tarot with your beer consumption it has shifted how you experience that that beer as far as like do you do you appreciate it more or do you notice more things
1: Yeah, I definitely think it's what you're saying. I think it reminds you to be mindful. Um, You know, look, I definitely think that like craft beers that are supposed to like be a background player to your conversations Mm -hmm. have their time and place, but I, you know, like you're saying, like if you're studying for, a you know, any kind of beer exam or you're just, you know, try to be more mindful, um, embrace moderation, anything like that. And you're just looking for your craft beer to be more than just some drink. Yeah, this is a great way to like really think about maybe it does put you in touch with like the magic of brewing and you start thinking about like, you know, what the yeast is bringing to the table here and what it, you know, what you are actually getting from the hops, is it something different? If the tarot told you to, like, try something new, is this really something you've never had before and why? You know, it, it can bring up a lot of great questions. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe there's a future to, like, Cicerone study through the tarot someday. <laughs> I don't
0: know. <laughs> All right, Cicerone, if you're listening, don't, <laughs> don't rip off our ideas here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, listeners, if you have a moment, definitely check out this zine. Um, it is really fascinating. The moment I heard about it, I just, I need, all I heard was beer and tarot and I was like, say less. I want to talk to this woman. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, it's just really, really fascinating. Um, definitely check out Courtney's uh, website. Uh, we'll link it on our bio, but there, I mean, Courtney, you've written for every major publication and everything that you've put together has just, um, it's just been really fascinating. I was just reading uh, something you did for vine Pear, which was, uh, how dry hopping evolved in the 18th century, uh, to define today's hazy IPA craze, which I was, I didn't even didn't even make that connection. So it was, it was a really fascinating, uh, read. So yes, definitely check everything out. Um, but Courtney, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you've, you've got a lot going on, so thank you.
1: Oh, thank you. This was so fun, and yeah, I really appreciate it.
0: Well, listeners, this has been uh, probably the last episode for a little while. Um, we're taking a little break here on Beer Me Radio. Um, however, all of the episodes will still be available on Spotify, Everywhere that you get your podcast, um, all the archived episodes will stay on All About Beer, which has been our home for the last year. Definitely check out uh, that site. There are a lot of really fantastic podcasts and, um, you know, keep enjoying. It's been an absolute pleasure to be um, a small part of your listening lives. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, feel free to reach out on Instagram at Radio, And hopefully we'll be uh, talking to you soon. Cheers.